I understand that social justice issues are one component of critical dialogue in our community, but I think what we need to start doing is preparing our community for 30 years down the road. Um, I think that's very vital. And I think social justice is maybe one component, but when you're talking about economics um, in the sense of what economics should look like for our global community and our global diaspora, uh, I think we need to have a serious dialogue about that. We must begin to think global and link the African Caribbean diaspora as part of our economic, social, cultural, and political supply chain in the 21st century. Because black folks, if black folks in this country and black folks on the continent of Africa and in the Caribbean, if we remain in a perpetual emotional state of being, we will never advance um, into the 21st century the way we should. So, you know, when we're talking about cities, ladies and gentlemen, who's listening to this broadcast, any local, what's local cities um, have to do to aim higher? Um, any community of color should have a manufacturing base that leads to industrial industrialization. Uh, this includes moving raw materials to production. Uh, cities that look like us should start understanding how they play a role in the African Growth Opportunity Act and the African Continental Free Trade Area. They should take advantage of the foreign trade zones that's, that's been around since the 30s, the EB-5 regional centers and enterprise zones, opportunity zones to attract foreign direct investment and understanding the importance of your port authorities and your rail and highways and airports that are necessary to build capacity between Africa and the US. Also, we need to have we need to be knowledgeable about um, these things. This is nothing new called rare earth elements. Now, rare earth elements, some people call them rare earth minerals. They're used in a variety of industrial applications, including electronics and clean energy, aerospace, automotive, and defense. Um, we understand we understand that China has dominance over this uh, global critical mineral supply chains. Um, and, and to be honest, it's, it's created a largest, one of the largest strategic vulnerabilities to the United States uh, since the Arab oil embargo back in the 70s. But rare earth elements is something that black people should be going after that's crucial and for production and high-tech manufacturing. We should be having these dialogues, not just here in the United States in terms of public policy, but also affecting policy on the continent of Africa. Currently, China is the world leading supplier of rare earth elements um, because recently it's produced 62% of raw materials in, in this type of material. In comparison, the United States only produced 12%. So it's critically important, ladies and gentlemen, for the African Caribbean diaspora to understand how rare earth elements play a major role in high tech manufacturing industrialization in the 21st century. We're talking about uh, space industries that are growing um, right there on the continent of Africa. We need to be responsible as a diaspora to create a supply chain, not just internally within the, con within the continent, but also externally, globally. Because in many ways, rare earth uh, elements are the vitamins of an industrial society in the 21st century. They are vital to key products from high-tech uh, items like smartphones and monitors to energy conversion systems like wind turbines and electrical machinery and even military equipment. Uh, this is a game changer, folks. 
and because of their industrial and strategic importance, the production of semiconductors uh, is increasingly considered a geopolitical imperative. Now that's very, very important. And our people need to understand how important this is. We never talk about this in our diaspora, which is a, a shame. Africa has an, a large opportunity right now to emerge as a production region with these rare earth elements. And guess what? This is most likely to intensify uh, competition between global players. Where do we stand as a, as a diaspora, folks? Where do we stand? What do we do? We have to start educating um, those stakeholders on the continent, not to only position themselves on controlling the real earth element debate, but also controlling and creating foreign policies that are directed towards local urban communities that will create 21st century manufacturing and also having control of those rare earth elements to pull people out of poverty with manufacturing right there on the continent of Africa. So we need to be prepared for this, folks. We just need to be prepared for this. And we need to understand the importance of, a, of, of how these rare earth elements in the diaspora will help increase our strategic autonomy in this sector by developing domestic rare earth deposits and recycling for production. And we've gotta be willing to establish new strategic partnerships with African countries to obtain additional supplies. And we have to target these rare earth elements as part of our domestic and global supply chain as they outline ambitious climate and technology policies. So what I'm saying here, folks, is the way we do that is to shift the conversation from the socialization of what's going on and to the economic things of what's going on and what's getting ready to happen for the next 30, uh, 30 years. And I'm just being honest with you, you know, cities have to uh, have to embrace FinTech. I mean, just in the next 10 years, we're talking about uh, several key technologies that's gonna drive the business model while uh, reshaping the uh, competitive landscape of the financial industry. We're talking about how blockchain will disrupt established financial protocols and artificial intelligence is gonna drive massive value creation. Cloud computing is gonna liberate financial service players and Internet of Things are gonna drive a new era of trust and finance and, and uh, just to name a few of how the future will be shaped by fintech and fintech. Where are the policies on these? Cities have to start moving into the 21st century with industry. I mean, think about it, folks. One of some of the fastest growing industry in the future, which is now, is, are things like renewable energy. Uh, our cities should be ran on renewable energy. This is not a Democrat or Republican or conservative or liberal thing. It's a common sense thing. E-learning is another thing we should be uh, paying close attention to cloud computing and drone technology, uh, data science and cybersecurity and nanotechnology. Where are the policies on nanotechnology uh, that could be weaponized? And also virtual reality and 3D printing play a big role in this, folks. Listen, if our urban communities are not engaging in the future, our, in, in the future in terms of industry and development, we're going to be left behind permanently. And so we need to be real serious about the work that we're doing. We need to have the right conversations and not the wrong conversations. We need to be, be engaged 
with solutions and institution building, both physical and digital. We need to be, and we also need to understand and elect people that can take us into the future and not keep us stagnant in the in the past and, the, and also in the present. So I wanna leave you with that, folks. Thank you.